to episode 48 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Hello. Hi. We're in person. We're together. Actually in the same room with microphones old school. Yeah. It's well When was the last time we actually did this? Was it like before Christmas last year? Yeah. Oh my god. So, Bloody this hell. is lovely. I like it. Yeah. It's nice to actually be in the same room, breathing the same air. Yeah. And wine. Wine. Cheers. Ready? Cheers. Oh, that's a lovely little sound. I and a that. sip. <laughs> in a gin glass. So in a gin glass. There's half a bottle each in our glasses. Dangerous. That's how it's going to go, people. It's that. a bit dangerous, isn't it? But It's setting the scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas. It's true, it is Christmas. It's the official excuse for every action. It's Christmas. I'm gonna have a mince pie for breakfast. It's Christmas. Someone at work made like made homemade mince pies. Nice. So as I came into work the other day, they were like, Jess, I've got made you a mince pie and I was like, I don't like mince pies <laughs> And then she kinda of said to me, Oh and I was like, For you I will try it. <laughs> And I did, and it was really nice. Oh my gosh, you ate a mince pie. So maybe Shocking. it's... Maybe you've just grown up. Or maybe it's shop-made mince pies. No, no. Was it... Homemade. Was it a puff pastry one? Or was it short pastry? No, I think it was short. Oh. I think. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. It was I nice. love a mince pie. I don't... Well, homemade. I like all the mince so pies. So you've got to make me one now. Okay. I'll make some for our gathering. A Christmas family gathering. So, Jess, how has your month been? So, <laughs> yeah, I've got a new job. I've not started it yet, but it is in the field of work that I want to be working in. Um, it's a video editor job for an actual <laughs> real-life company. <laughs> for a real company. Um, so, yeah, very excited. It is exciting. Um, that obviously was the highlight. I'm trying to think, what else? That's probably overshadowed everything. It's just overshadowed every single thing. Yeah, obviously Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. No, to be fair, that was a pretty big highlight. That was big, yeah. That was a big thing. Yeah. How has your month been? My month has been lovely. I went to see Mo Gilligan mm-hmm. with Ian. Finally. Finally. Like two years we've mm-hmm. waited to see him because COVID. Um, and it was bloody brilliant, I mm-hmm. have to say. He had a bloody DJ. Yeah, I know, that's crazy. Isn't I it? sent you the videos, they were all over my Instagram because this DJ was just playing some flipping good songs, mm-hmm. like loads of garage, loads of hip hop, bit of grime. It was just really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. And everyone was getting up and dancing, and he was just like hyping the crowd up before Mo Gilligan came out. Which is the brilliant. best way. And again, unexpected. But he's, he's presenting the Brits next year. Yeah, I know. Which is crazy. Because he's a legend. Yeah. And yeah, he was really funny, and I really enjoyed myself. It was a really lovely night. Good. Well, I'm glad. And oh, and I went to Friends Fest with Evie last yes, weekend. Did. Which was brilliant. Also, Friends Festive. Sorry, oh. it was a Christmas version. We met the holiday armadillo. Oh. So. Okay, great. We're Don. better than you, just saying. Um, Noah turned three. Where is the time going? That's crazy. Yeah. That's happened. Mm-hmm. That is pretty mental. I can't <laughs> get is, over that. That is mental, yeah. 
He's got his party tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Uh, his first proper party with people that aren't just our family. <laughs> <laughs> friends. Actual friends. But apart from that, just having a lovely old time doing my normal stuff. You know, work. Adulting. Yeah. Yeah, it's boring. Oh, I've lost Whamageddon already. You've already lost Whamageddon. But, but I was at work yesterday. So we're filming this on the 3rd. It was the 2nd of December. I literally pick up the phone. It's ringing. And then all of a sudden I hear it. And I'm like, no. Hoping that the, obviously the patient doesn't pick up the phone. <laughs> they did. I was just like, oh no, it's this song. I text the group chat. And Claire was like, me and your dad have just been done as well. So Ash has won for the third year in a row. Third year in a row. But... Yeah, all three of us, 2nd of December, already. Oh my gosh, is Ash still doing it then? No. No. What does he win? We've got a little trophy that we made last year. (laughs) Oh, that's really cute. No, it's really shit, (laughs) because we got some stickers, especially for it, but they haven't gone off properly. (laughs) You know, because it's like the trophies are rounded, it's got like the little creases in it, yeah, so it doesn't... It's not that fancy. I can make you some stickers with my machine. Oh, yeah, you can. You started a new venture in your life. I did. (laughs) I did indeed. I started printing baby and toddler wear Mm -hmm. with cool Christmas nerdy theme Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. (laughs) I can't can't explain it to you. Like expectoing presents, for example. If you don't get that reference... It's Harry Potter. Oh, I was going to say, well, you disowned. You know, you know. No, you don't, we don't disown people, it's fine. <laughs> you might not like Harry Potter. Uh, oh, Ash. Mm. He says he doesn't like it, but as a kid he had posters everywhere, so... Oh, so he's a liar. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's called Neat Gifting. Go follow on Instagram, go on. Thank you very much. And go purchase some stuff. Yeah, purchase some stuff. Go on. I'll print it for you and I'll make it with my own bare hands. See, small business. Go on. <laughs> small business. You are a small I business. I a small business. Well, I think you actually have to trade to be a small business. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've given away one thing. I have given away something. Oh, I'm printing this. it this weekend. Nice. So there you go. So, yeah. the rundown. So this month, as we have been hinting for the last three months, Oh yeah, well, yes. all year to be all fair. year is our Christmas episode, and the theme is Christmas movie soundtracks. Woo! Because we have to find. Oh, we were were we good? Yeah. Um, because <laughs> it is quite difficult to find a Christmas theme every year. Yes, it is very hard. But next year will be really hard. I'm not really sure. Where well, I'm I leave that. I leave the little, ideas to yeah, you. You leave the ideas to me, but that's fine. I. I'm bubbling away on a few. Yeah, so. <laughs> for 2022. Yeah, so we will talk about the albums we've listened to this month, the singles we've listened to this month, our record of the month, mm-hmm. our notable mentions, and then we will hit up the theme. Christmas Boom. movie soundtracks. Christmas movie soundtracks. Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm it? going first, aren't I? Because you've got more. Yes. I've got more just for a change. <laughs> Sorry. So, albums. Yes. Uh, the first album I'd like to talk about is Absolutely by Dijon. Oh. It's 12 songs, 31 minutes and 38 seconds. Nice. It's a funky soul electro vibe type thing. It's really chilled out. He's an American musician and producer. And this 
album really demonstrates his production skill. The songs kind of merge into each other, so it feels like one big song. Okay. Unfortunately for me, it made it feel really long, which, given that it's 31 minutes, isn't really a great sign. No. But there were some good tracks on it, um, and I like... I like the vibe, it was just, yeah, it just felt like it went on for a really long, because it's so slow, Mm. it's really chill, like it's really laid back. Yeah. There's some brilliant um, sounds and layering in there, and like I said, the production's amazing, but it just just felt too long for me. Oh no, that's not, no, that's not good, is it? It's not great, but there are some good tracks on there, Um, so my favourites were Many Times, The Dress, and Talk Down. Oh. And I do think, I like his vibe and I'm going to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. But I really hope the next project doesn't feel so long. Yeah. And that you can enjoy it as yeah. a whole rather than just, just a few songs. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. That's a bit disappointing. Yeah. Well, my first one is one that you're also going to talk about. But I just had to get it over and done with. It was the first one that I, I was just really excited to listen to. So, Silk Sonic which is Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, if you don't know. And it is called An Evening with Silk Sonic. So it's only nine songs, 31 minutes, 19 seconds. So I've literally written, just want to firstly say nine songs. What the hell? But I did say we've already had four, so we only got five new ones. Yeah. So I was a little bit disappointed because I kind of wanted a bit more. The one thing I've written negative is there's not enough of it. No. Because it doesn't... It's over in a flash, like, completely different to the last album I've spoken about. Yeah. It's over in a flash, and you're like, again. And that's (laughs) it. I think because this album's such a good time, kind of from start to finish, that you kind of just want it to keep going. So you just have to start again. Yeah. But, I mean, when I first heard it put me in a good mood, I mean, it still does, um, and I can't help but smile while while listening to it. It's fun and just what was expected of them. Um, and I think what's really cool is that they sound like they're having fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, you could just feel it. You can it. tell that there is... It's, yeah. Yeah. They've got so many sounds from funk and, like, the old rhythm and yeah. blues from the 70s. That's it. yeah. And you can hear, like, all kinds of influences, like... And you just really feel like you're there with them. Mm-hmm. Just having the time, the time of your flipping life. Yeah. It's brilliant. I really liked it. And that's it. I said, like, I love the retro feel to the album, but I love that it's not, like, a nostalgia album, yeah. if that makes sense. It's quite... It's kind of like a fusion of the 60s, 70s funk, R&B, soul. Yeah. But again, it doesn't feel... It feels... Yeah, like a tribute, but new. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's clever how they've done it. Yeah, kind of like I don't know, obviously, if this is one-time thing or if this is going to carry on into the future. It better carry on. I need them to to carry on. What's and do the words that I'm looking for? I need them to tour. I need to go and see oh, them yeah, together, that's like be literally. Amazing. And I want to dress up like seventies funk. <clears throat> that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I put either way. I love the this album, and I'm glad ex- it exists. So yeah, I love the concept of it. A lot of catchy hooks. It's very enjoyable. W- one of the songs though, "Put on a Smile," does sound very grenade, like Bruno Mars. I love "Put on a Smile." It's one of my favourites. Oh, I think it just sounds very grenade, and I was like, oh, it's a bit predictable. Huh. Well, I didn't <laughs> feel like that. I hope you haven't ruined it for me. <laughs> That's all you... I'll catch a grenade for you. 
<laughs> but um yeah no really enjoyed it probably my favorite of this month i can't stop listening to it so that's always a good sign yeah um but my faves leave the door open obviously fly is me i love that that's, song yeah that is my second favorite and then after last night which is with thundercat and bootsy collins so apart from fly is me We've chosen completely different songs, so we're basically going to have the album on the playlist <laughs> because I chose Put On A Smile, the singles, and all of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so literally, it will be the whole. So if you're not going to listen to it, You might need bad. to skip some of the, sound of the playlist. Too bad, you haven't got a choice now. So my next one is still over it, Summer Walker, which is 20 songs, one hour and three minutes. It's long. <laughs> it's a long. It's a long album. That's why I did not listen to it. <laughs> so it is a solid R&B album. It's mm-hmm. a personal story, kind of outlining her struggles with her ex-partner, okay. who is London on the track. There are some real cl- like classic R&B sounds, okay. which I think you'd expect if you listened to the first album. Yeah. And there are some really great features. You've got Ari Lennox, Scissor, Pharrell and the Neptunes, and Amarion. Um, when interviewed by Apple, she said, take this opportunity to learn from my mistakes. You don't have to guess if something is love. Love is shown through actions. Stop making excuses for people who don't show up for you. Don't ignore the red flags. And don't think you have to stay somewhere because you can't find better. You can and you will. Don't settle for less. You don't deserve it. And neither does your family. There you go. Wow. Preach. I did find it a bit samey and a bit slow. Mm. It's a long album, but she obviously had a lot to say and needed to get it out. Yes. I feel like it was a cathartic thing for her. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's almost her therapy. Yeah. yeah kind yeah. of offloading it to the world. Um, Adele. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, there were a lot of songs on there that I like. Yeah. So some of my favourites are X for a Reason, which is with JT from City Girls. Uh, no Love with Scissor. Love that song. It's so good. So it was good. nearly on my singles, but Ooh. I knew because you'd be you talking knew. about it. I just thought, no. Nah. Um, Unloyal with Ari Lennox. Closure, which has a riff in it that really reminds me of Aaliyah, I Don't Wanna. <gasps> um, and that right there, which is the Pharrell and the Neptunes. Obviously. Uh, song. Nice. Yeah. It's good, but a bit long. Mm. My next one is Holly Humberstone, The Walls Are Way Too Thin EP. So it's six songs, 20 minutes, 51 seconds. So this is her second EP. And yeah, I previously spoke about the Falling Asleep at the Wheel EP, which I really liked. Um, So I thought I'd give this a go as well. In an interview with NME, she elaborated on the meaning of the EP, saying that this EP represents a feeling of being lost. It's the kind of loss that makes you question who you are and where you belong. So lost that someone might need to find you again because you can't find yourself. That's how it felt to move to Liverpool, then London, and be in transit between cities and never settling the production on this ep is a bit different than the first okay i would say it's a bit more adventurous Mm. um it's sort of like minimalist electronica okay which her first ep was kind of like not indie but kind of a bit more poppy like pop alternative pop indie kind of route so it was a bit yeah it was different to hear that kind of stuff there's one song called please don't leave just yet which 
I really like, um, and I realise when reading into it that it has Matty Healy from the 1975 on it. Okay. He also helped produce it. Okay. So once I learnt that, I was like, that really makes sense now. Yeah. Because it has 1975 all over it. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit frustrating for me. Because as much as I love 1975, I'm here for Holly. <laughs> I'm not here for you. So it's just a little bit frustrating because I feel because she's so young, I don't want whoever produces it to sort of like take over her sound if yeah. that makes sense and again i'm not here to listen to 1975 if that makes oh, yeah. sense i probably sound a bit harsh but i love them but i think again i've spoken about it um with charlie xcx yeah when she was producing stuff it's almost like i don't know if how her music sound should come across when she's producing yeah does that make sense yeah yeah. Some people probably disagree. But I did like it. It was just a bit frustrating that he kind of... It felt like he took over. But her songwriting is great on this EP. Still emotional like the first. Again, she's still got an understated voice that is just beautiful. And I'm looking forward to getting a full-length project from her. Okay. So, yeah, my faves were Haunted House, The Walls Are Way Too Thin, and Friendly Fire. Lovely. Yeah. Um, so my next one is Scenic Drive, which is Khalid. Uh, nine songs, 28 minutes and 44 seconds. Today? When did that come out? I don't know. Oh my God, I need to listen to that. <laughs> I didn't know about it. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it starts with an Alicia Keys feature. Oh my God, okay. Which sets the tone for the whole album. You just know it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um she doesn't do much on it, but it's enough. I mean, it's enough. Yeah. It's Alicia. Yeah. It's a great album. I've read a few reviews that say it's just too smooth, that the songs flow into each other. I like that. And there's not enough rawness in it. And I I have to say, I disagree. I like the fact that it all goes into one. And so what? Unlike like... the first album that I reviewed, mm. that felt really long and was mm. a bit like, oh, this is just that one long song yeah this feels like you're going on a journey through a yeah a project so what do they mean like as if you can't tell the difference between each song because i like when it flows into yeah so i think they felt that he was being safe Hmm. um but i I really enjoyed it i thought it was really good the songs do flow one to the other and it's seamless rather than feeling like it's long a long song it's really just chill and his voice and all of the features voices are just really yeah they're just really chill they just complement each other it's just it's well, lovely you would expect, I think. really lovely to listen yeah. to so i disagree with the haters and i'm loving the vibe <laughs> my favorite songs are backseat retrograde which features black and lucky day Open, which features Majid Jordan. So that's the second month in a row I've talked about a song they featured on. Um, So they must be coming back. I'm very excited. Popping off. Um, And Scenic Drive, which features Ari Lennox. Nice. And Smino. Nice. I need to listen to that. It's really good. I didn't know about it. I'm sad. (laughs) My next one, Together Pangea. The album is called Die. like hair dye D-Y-E it's 12 songs 38 minutes 29 seconds Mm. so the Spotify slash Apple music bio so it says LA based garage punk band when I listen to them they sound more alternative than punk but that I've only listened to this album so I don't know 
Okay. But this is their fourth album. So again, maybe their other stuff sounds a bit more garage punk. But one of their singles was just on my release radar. That's how I came across them. I thought, oh yeah, give this a go. It's right on my street. So this album has like a softer rock sound while sometimes sounding a bit classic rock at times. Okay. So that's why I was a little bit confused when I listened to it and then I saw that it's like a garage punk band. Okay. It's way more upbeat than I expected as well. That's not a bad thing. No. But you know, when you just, you set yourself up for going into it and then it just yeah it just was a lot happier i guess than yeah. i expected not a bad thing um i think i expected something different in terms of heaviness i thought i was in for yeah a punk album and it definitely is not that at all but it kind of reminds me of early weezer at okay. times so again i can get behind that but yeah they basically destroy uh, describe this album as an upbeat undeniable collection of hooks anthems and power pop garage rock catchiness oh my gosh try saying that once you finish your glass of wine exactly so that's how they described <laughs> it and i thought yeah that sums it up perfectly but yeah if you like alternative rock you definitely enjoy this album or i said you should enjoy this album so if i'm wrong it's not my fault. Um, so I like the songs Marijuana, <laughs> Ghoul, and Nothing to Hide. So my final one is a mixtape. It's called It's a Mixtape. Nice. And it's by Denise Taylor. It's five songs, 19 minutes and nine seconds. Okay. So I spoke about her last month. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's Irish and Zambian hip-hop artist. Um, and it's been one of those kind of projects that's made me just delve into other areas i'm really loving her vibe yeah she's clever she's got amazing flow she's one to watch she like there's bits where she uses kind of greek mythology Mm. to explain what she's talking about and to compare situations to and it's just she's really clever really really intelligent and her flow is really good and she just she just so, mm-hmm. sounds really cool I just love her so I'm not going to say anything else about it really just listen to it but my favourite tracks <laughs> are called Might Be Energy featuring, featuring Merle which is one of my singles from last month <laughs> and Return of the King nice so it, yeah it seems like again hearing the, the track from last month it's like um, I don't know she's got a certain charm yeah, about her so I get, I get what you mean so I'm, I look forward to listening to those ones as yeah. well so my last one is by Hannah View and it's called Public Storage and it's 12 songs 39 minutes 12 seconds mm-hmm. so she's 21 years old crazy singer songwriter from LA so big up the LA representation (laughs) this month um so this is actually her third album at 21 years old she's had three albums um so it's like alternative slash indie and then reading into it I read an article on Pitchfork where it said view name the album after the massive self-storage building she lived beside when she started writing it a structure that reminded her of the storage units she used while moving around a lot as a kid oh but the album has no <laughs> link to that to that okay. but it's just named after that but she personally has called her music very invasive and intense Ooh. so there's themes in this album of sort of loneliness disappointment feeling misunderstood oh that sounds like a right barrel of laughs but when you listen to it it's not as depressive as it sounds is it one of those ones that's that sounds a bit happy but actually what they're talking about is really sad um mm, it's not like totally upbeat okay but i wouldn't say it's like proper sad music okay 
But I think it makes sense as a twenty-one-year-old. You do. You're going through a lot of yeah. those kind of emotions. Oh, you sound well old then. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Then I saw an article on Slug magazine where it said many of the songs on public storage contain eerie undertones, and listening to them feels like walking alone at night. So that's what I mean. It doesn't feel like sad, mm. but I don't know. It has that maybe eeriness. I wouldn't use like that article but it has a sense of i don't know i don't know how to phrase it okay. I, I think you would enjoy some of the songs okay what's interesting though is her voice is quite low but it's got a lot of depth to it it's very like emotive but yeah it's it's quite low okay which i think is quite different for yeah. like a female singer so that's one of the things that i really liked and i think that goes really well with her easy but poetic lyrics as well um and i love the raw feel to it uh and i'm glad that i found out about her so yeah yeah you're you gonna go back and listen to the other album yes i will <laughs> so the songs i liked were public storage keeper and gutter i look forward to hearing them on the playlist and so you should <laughs> so singles again i'm going first because you've got, got more the as always so my first single is a Christmassy one, being that this is the Christmas episode, mm. um, and it is Santa Visits Everyone by Sia. Oh, she's um, got a new one. Another, she's got a whole out Christmas album. What, a new one? Another Christmas album. I love it. I love how much she loves Christmas. She's trying to stay relevant, I think. No, I just think she loves Christmas. I mm. genuinely feel like she loves Christmas. She's trying to I get in her. people's good books. I'm not <laughs> buying it, Sia, sorry. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I love a Sia Christmas track, and this one is poppy and fun, and I find myself head bopping whenever it's on. There's a whole album, but I've not got to it yet. Well, this is the time. This is the time. My first one is, I hope I say this correctly, Monjola, and the song is called Smile. So it's actually from March 2021, but he is Irish, and he's kind of like pop R&B. I think nice. you would really like it. Um, it's a real feel-good anthem about loving yourself and remembering to smile. Oh, and it kind of makes sense March 2021. Yeah. You know, we were going through some stuff. We were. We thought we were coming out the other side, but, you know, here we <laughs> are. Weren't. Yeah. Um, so it kind of makes sense. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a really good... It just makes you smile. It's one of those ones... I mean, it's called Smile, so that makes sense. But, yeah, it just makes you feel really happy. So, yeah, I like it. So my next one is Partners in Rhyme Unstoppable, which is MC Light, Precious Way, and Xenia. Zen- um, I think I've said that right anyway. Um, I just really love the vibe. It's nice to hear MC Light. It's got a touch of that noughties pop rap R&B mm. kind of feel to nice. it. And I just really like it. Good. Listened to it on several occasions. Nice. Good. My next one is a very predictable one. It is... Post Malone, who I just want to say, was it not at the end of last episode? We were like, what is Post even doing? And then the next day... And then the next day we were like, (laughs) he's released released a song. Um, Like, we put it into the world. It's really weird. I don't like it when that happens. I do. So we're sorry. I'm sorry we disrespected you like that, Posty. But the song is called One Right Now, and it's with The Weeknd. No. So not really... I I don't have much to say, because that... You don't need to say anything else. But a solid pop track with slight 80s vibes. And he's had a haircut. Well, it's all gone, yeah. Which was good for me, like, because I didn't like the long... I like a little bit of hair. Mm. He's kind of gone from one extreme to the other. He has, you're right. I didn't see any Crocs in the video either, which was always a plus. 
True. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so my next one, and I, I felt like you might have this one, but I don't know if you have. So my next one is Shake by Jordan Stevens. No, I don't have that. Did you listen to it? I did. It's I good. really liked it. I, I added it. it to my playlist. So it's not what I'd expect from him. Yeah. But I absolutely love it he's singing rather than rapping mm-hmm. and there's kind of a cool dance and violin backing like yeah dancey. it's got a dancey track to it isn't it and yeah it's, but with yeah some string <laughs> some, some sort string. of strings <laughs> yes. string elements um and it's about shaking the pain away a very reassuring message i've written <laughs> yeah true yeah. again it's what we needed these him. times. <laughs> lovely. No, it is on my playlist. I felt like it might be aimed at Harley. Do you think? I just feel like the message. But talk about that though. They did tweet something from Rizzle Kicks the other day. Oh no, not the other day. A couple of weeks ago, that kind of was implying that something is coming. Oh my god, I would love that so much. So you might again be speaking it into the universe i hope so because i bloody love rizzle kick but they did yeah they did hint at something so fingers crossed and we can go see them again yay because we didn't get to see them last time um my next one is by willow kane and it's called i don't want to know so this was again it came up on like my recommended or something it's a pop song with a jungle slash rave melody going oh, on. Oh, nice. So I think you would really like it. It's a really, it was a really cool surprise. I think she said it was a response to hate comments she had received online about one of her previous songs. So when you listen to it, you're kind of like, yeah, okay. Okay, I, I know see where, where you were. Going. I know where you were when um, you wrote this. But yeah, no, all the best way, yeah, to describe it is like a pop song, but it's got like a jungle instrumentation going on in the back. So I think you'll really like it. It was right up my alley. Yeah. Makes you want to dance, uh, but also stick your fingers up with people that you don't like. So <laughs> nice, yeah, perfect, perfect. With Boris Johnson. Um, <laughs> so the next one I'd like to talk about is "Kiss Me It's Christmas," which is Leona Lewis featuring. Sorry, hang on, wait for it. Neo, sorry, featuring Neo. Neo. Leona Lewis featuring Neo. And it's a Christmas song. Another one. It's a garagey type tune. Their voices are definitely sped up a little bit. Yeah. But I just really like it. And I love the fact that they've come together to do a a track together. It's brilliant. I love it. Neo. Neo and Leona Lewis. My last single is by Connor Albert and James Smith. And it is called Crescent Moon. So it's a very lovely soul pop kind of song okay. uh, the vocals are so beautiful I've written and it's got a really lovely like piano and bass Ooh, nice. throughout but yeah it's so so soulful um, and it's another feel good song so yeah I really liked it and again I think you would you're going to fall in love with his voice so goodness I look forward to that yes Right, so the last one, I could not go the episode without talking about as I mentioned it last month so Gregory Porter released an album this oh, month, which I've go. not reviewed as part of my albums. Did you listen to it, though? Of course. Oh, yeah, but it's like it's a like compilation, two, though. It's two, it? like two hours long. Ugh. I had it on when I was doing work. It was amazing. It chills me right out. Honestly, if I ever need to be chilled, listen to Gregory. Because he just makes me feel safe. That's good. Safe. I'm glad for you. <laughs> no, that sounded would... really sarta- it's sarta- <laughs> it's it's sarcastic, but it wasn't. No. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. 
Um, so the song I want to talk about is called I Will, which is from the new album. Needless to say, I love it. And I couldn't just not mention him. There you go. I'm happy for you. <laughs> now it's on the playlist. <laughs> Another Gregory Port. I actually wonder who, like, the artist is that we've mentioned the most on this podcast. Prince. Or David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah. If you'd asked me at the end of the first year, I would have said Justin Timberlake. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, that feels like such a long time ago. I listened to that album the other day because our song came on and just like a random shuffle I that did I did. I like that album, actually. There's a Man in the Woods mm-hmm. song came on. I was like, oh, I loved this album. <laughs> Takes me back. Takes me back. And then I was out with her, George Ezra, which obviously, because the Christmas song, but when it was um, Budapest was mm-hmm. on. It's like, oh, it's like being in the first first year of recording the podcast. <laughs> first year. First year. Record of the month. Am I going first? You go first. My record of the month. I'm quite excited about it. I don't know if you may have heard this song, because again, I actually heard this on Radio 1, so the hipster inside of me is like, oh... I found it on mainstream media. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't listen to Radio 1, but that's because I'm old. But you may have actually heard this song. So the artist is called Anz, so A-N-Z, and it's with George Riley, and the song is called You Could Be. So it actually came out in August 2021, Mm. so I don't know how I missed this song. But again, I think you're going to love it. So Anz is a Manchester-based DJ producer. Okay. So it's like an electronic pop dance track. Nice, lovely. Um, But it's got a really cool funky synth melody slash chord going on. I don't know how to really explain it. It's sort of like a repetitive like synth chord going throughout, but it just... It's proper funky. I love it. Um, and George Riley's voice is amazing. She kind of gives me like Khalees vibes. Oh, her nice! Voice. So hopefully you'll be able to hear oh, that, right and up I won't be crazy. But Anne's production and George George Riley's voice just goes so well together. Uh, it's been on repeat since I heard it on Radio One, and it's actually from an EP called All Hours, which I haven't listened to yet. But I don't know if George Riley's voice just kind of steals the show a little bit for me. Okay. For me, so I don't know if the EP will kind of be my thing. Okay. But this track, mm-hmm. honestly, I love it. Record of your month. You're, of the month. You're gonna love, you it love it too. It makes me want to dance. So. <laughs> yeah. So my record of the month is actually from Silk Sonic album. Oh. So I'm glad you didn't mention it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's my favourite one of the album. I love it. It's the one I listen to the most. And I had a conversation with our our friend Kez about it and mm-hmm. said, um, we, we both talked about the album and the fact that they need to tour immediately. Yes, they do. Um, and the song is 777. Seven, 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 seven. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, that's really catchy. But just Fly, Fly as Me steals the show for me on that album, <sighs> unfortunately. That's my second fave. That's my second fave. It's a close, close runner up. Mm-hmm. But seven, seven, seven is good. <laughs> Thanks. Seven, seven, seven. seven, seven, seven. It's alright. It's okay. No, that album again, as we said. I love it. Just brilliant. I love it. It's one of my faves. <sighs> and if Spotify wrapped you know well, obviously we can't talk a about it weeks. we can't talk about it too much but i read that actually spotify wrapped covers from january to october 
Well, that's rubbish. So then actually it leaves out November. And December. Yeah. Well, December we kind of already knew. Which I'm fine about because Christmas songs. Yeah. Which we kind of already... So I don't know how true that is, but yeah, I heard that it's kind of from January to October. So anything that you discover in November... You need to re-listen to in January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's... you got to wait yeah, for next year. <laughs> So yeah. yeah. Anyway, so notable mentions. Yeah. So you I've go got first. Two. You've got two. Right. So first one, I just wanted to talk about it because again, we are a music podcast, and I kind of had a conversation. Well, we had a brief conversation about it, but I wanted to just discuss it on here. Oh, okay. So Spotify removed the shuffle button <laughs> as the default option while playing albums. So I must admit. I reacted you were without, outraged. without looking into it. Yeah, you were outraged. Because basically Adele had a conversation. Oh, it says, this article, Adele convinces Spotify to remove Shuffle from all albums. So when you read an article like that, I got clickbaited. <laughs> so I thought that meant that you cannot shuffle albums at all. And then you obviously were like, but do you listen to albums on Shuffle? And I was like, No. no. <laughs> Not for, like, the first couple listens, or if it is an album that, I don't know, that you need to kind of listen to from start to finish. But sometimes I might just put one on shuffle, because, I don't know, I'm not paying, like, all of my attention to it. Um, But I thought it was kind of interesting. But she said this was the only request I had in our ever-changing industry. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. Our art tells a story and our story should be listened to as we intended. Which I agree with to a certain extent. My only issue is, like, when you look at a piece of art, the artist doesn't tell you how to look at it. That's true, but that this isn't a visual art, is it? This is it's a, true. That is true. Audio art, and I feel like I've always listened to albums. I used to get really annoyed if I accidentally had shuffle on and it yeah. went out of sync. A because I grew up listening to CDs and tapes, and I'd be if I was talking to you, or maybe not you because you were too young. <laughs> <laughs> if I was talking to someone about yeah. an album that I'd listened to, I'd say, oh. If I couldn't remember the name, I'd say, you know, track eight after blah, 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 and blah, 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 before yeah. the next song or whatever. So, and I, I feel like that I want to listen to it how it was made. And I mm. feel like when I make a playlist for someone, yeah. initially I want them to listen to it in the order. Like if I, you were to make a mixtape old school, yeah, you've done that in an order for That's a certain true. thing. And I kind of feel, I feel that. So, like, Ian and I have got an ongoing play, ongoing playlist for each other where every now and again we just add a song to mm. it. Yeah, if he listened to that on Shuffle the first time, I would have been like, uh, no. That's a bit rude. Rude? Mm. But then I think, is that because, again, you're talking about tapes, is that not a bit of an old school It is way? old school. But the thing is, I do get it, but also I'm like, you shouldn't be telling like, people. Imagine if it's a concept album and someone listens to it on Shuffle. Agreed. You miss the whole story. I listened imagine to that Neck Deep album and I didn't realise it was a concept album. <laughs> no, I bloody love that album. <laughs> there you go, but... Like, the Shaka um, EP, mm. if you don't listen to that in order, the bits in between don't make any sense. True. Like, Ian doesn't understand the bits in between because he only listens to, like, four songs. Oh, yeah, so he doesn't get it. He doesn't the thing get is, it. again, I do get it to a certain extent, but I just feel like when it's 
creative. You do not like the fact that you've had your choice taken away from you. Yes, and that's it. I think as a creative, or, you know, something creative, I do get it, because, again, you spent all this time, you know, she spent years or whatever making this album, and, again, there's a lot of um, emotion that's gone into it. But maybe people don't want to listen to it in that way. What if someone watched the film in the wrong order? Just watch Memento. (laughs) It's a great movie. (laughs) No, that was a really, like, smart-ass answer. (laughs) No, no, I do... No, I... Again, I was outraged to begin with, but actually, what that means is when you first open Spotify, you click on the album, the little play button at the top right hand side it doesn't do the shuffle anymore but you can still shuffle it if you go on to the song and press shuffle shuffle. so that's fine i'm okay with that now and i can't i get it i do get it but also i just kind of have a yeah i'm just like people should have but it is a bit weird if you listen to an album for the first time and listen to it on shuffle yeah i agree with that but i thought we'd we'd talk about it in person (laughs) it is an interesting and i think for Adele again who is that big of an artist she can make those kind of changes so mm. so now she needs to work on the female representation in the business go yes. no pressure <laughs> equality I mean, please she's doing, she's, she's doing well to be fair given that her status mm. so my notable mention is uh, Twas the Fight Before Christmas which is a documentary on um, Apple okay and it's bloody brilliant, and I really any if you can watch it, do mm. it's really really good. So it's about a man who's obsessed with Christmas, and decorates his house like over the top decorates it like okay. you know the film Deck the Halls. Yeah, yeah, like that. Oh my god! And his garden, and he decides he's going to do it, and he's got this candy floss machine that he's had since he was a kid. He decides he's going to give passers by who come to look at the house candy floss and hot chocolate Bloody and his wife's like you know what we should do we should get a little bucket outside and donate them like get people to put money in and mm. raise money for charity oh my god brilliant lovely so they put it on facebook as an event and thousands of people decide that they're going to come and see this oh, house no. and obviously well no good but it's brilliant but there's tailbacks like mm. to get in and it's only for like a week just before Christmas oh, no. um, and they decide that they're going to move and get to a bigger house so that they can do it better Yeah, and they find this the perfect house mm. is in an area that has a homeowners association which is essentially they have their own rules like you're not allowed to have more than two dogs oh, you're not allowed yes. to do this you're not allowed to do that like mm-hmm. um and they i've seen really, tiktoks of yeah. people being yeah and they've got like no uh, flags like yellow pages for anyone who remembers those but yellow page <laughs> sized <laughs> rules it, like yeah. for anyone who's moving in um but he is a lawyer and he reads through the the rules nothing in there that would affect him doing his thing yeah um he also gets two of his lawyer friends to read it who also don't find anything so he's covered all bases and he writes to the homeowners association and says i'm gonna do this it'd be great if you know you backed me on it and they look at what he did the year before and see all the cars and the traffic and the Mm. noise and they say no but it's a bit more than that yeah and so this is about the kind of battle 
to to, to for him to do his lights and decorate his house. So is it um, like a full-length documentary? It's a full-length documentary. Yeah. But it does leave you on a knife edge, like on a cliffhanger. <gasps> so there's there, I reckon there'll be a follow-up, but it probably won't be for a f- couple of years. Oh. <laughs> okay, I but it is definitely worth watching because he is really eccentric. Yeah. <laughs> he is odd, but I love that about him. Mm-hmm. And I love how much he loves Christmas. Well, you know. There you go. Christmas spirit and all that. No, yeah. I love documentaries like that, so I will have to figure out a way to watch it. <laughs> you can watch it here. Hmm. So my last, my second and last, <laughs> um, I thought this was really interesting. Again, there's been a little bit uproar about this, and I don't know if you've seen this. Let me click on the link. So I don't know if you heard about the Brit Awards and what they are doing for next year. No. So, Brit Awards scrap male and female categories. Oh. So. I see. To be inclusive. Yes. Okay. So, this is the BBC article. Um, so, it says, Dua Lipa and Jay Huss will go down in history as the last stars to win Best Female and Male at the Brit Awards. That's because from next year, the two gat- categories will be combined into a single prize for Best British Artists. So artists like um sam smith and um sam smith and will young had previously called for the change saying that the current system excludes non-binary artists yeah so smith who is non-binary missed out on a nomination at this year's award because of that so that's discrimination is it not? and that's why they're scrapping it for next year so actually it's just going to be one award for best artist so that it's it includes more people basically and i really like that idea i know a lot of people again are saying but that's but it's two awards now you're making it one so now it's going to be harder for people but in a way it's going to be harder for women yeah but it i know it's hard because you feel like i'm torn yeah because i do agree um but the one person that I saw that was like really upset with it was Brian May from Queen, <laughs> which Why? people were kind of saying that is really weird coming from someone that was in a band with Freddie Mercury. But then I did see someone else say, well, actually, he wasn't openly gay. Yeah. So maybe he didn't know about it. I mean, we don't know. Just open your eyes. Um, but I think it's a positive change. I do think it's a move forward in yeah. a good direction. I do understand that, again, it's going to now potentially be a lot harder for women again. But it's interesting that the Brit Awards are making a change like that. Yeah. I think it's quite brave. Yeah, it is brave. Um, even in, you know, 2021, or well, it would be 2022, you would expect... Um, everything to be more inclusive we're still as we know because we've spoken about it loads of times um we've still got a way to go so yeah i just thought it was interesting um that they're doing something like that so yeah we'll see how it goes but who knows yeah it'd be interesting to see because if they've only got five nominations maybe they won't have just five maybe they'll do ten Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have we to don't see. have to make those decisions. No, we don't. And that's it. It's going to make the decision a lot harder, isn't yeah. it? So I yeah. thought that was interesting. So I wanted to bring it up. So, main theme. Yeah. I'm excited. Very excited. So it's Christmas movie soundtrack. Yeah. I don't know about everyone else, but we've got uh, a spreadsheet 
to, to make sure that we watch all of our Christmas films. Did Evie tell you about what I'm doing? No. Oh, okay. I assumed because they both, Evie and Taylor, asked me as I came in because they were like, you've never seen Polar Express. No. So, basically, this year on Etsy, um, I got this, like, basically a movie advent calendar thing yeah. so every day there's a different card with a different movie on it christmas movie nice. um and i'm documenting it on tiktok because nice. <laughs> i'm a loser yeah. but the first one was polar express and Which, I, i've never seen it i love polar express until the first of december and it was really good i rated it a 6.5 out of 10 okay so yeah we'll, we'll discuss that later because <laughs> Anyway, yeah, well, so you've got a spreadsheet. What else have you done? So you've done Polar Express. We've only done Polar Express and Jingle All The Way so I far. I love Jingle All The Way. I know what today's movie is. What is it? It's Love Actually. Nice. Ash has never seen it. What? Because I think he expects it to be like a proper... It is a rom-com. ...girly movie, it which is, it is. It's a rom-com, it's amazing. But men like it. Ian loves a rom-com. Yeah. He doesn't like Love Actually, but he loves a rom-com. <gasps> I love Love Actually. I think he is upset that it's a Christmas film, even though it actually is a Christmas he film. He is. He doesn't agree But then does it. he say Die Hard's a Christmas movie? No, nor do I. That's not... I do know. Okay, so the first film I want to talk about is Scrooged. Nice. Nice. So it's an 80s classic, one of the best, and a must-watch for all the family. That's oh. what I've watched, said. There's some great songs in it, although they're not classically Christmassy, no, I would say. because I did look at this one, and again, because we don't discuss, I didn't no. know what you'd been doing, so no. I didn't actually choose one from Scrooge. <laughs> so I chose two. So I put, I got Put a Little Love in Your Heart, which is Al Green and Annie Lennox, mm-hmm. which is obviously the main nice. song. And yeah. Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, as we mentioned, Love Actually, mm-hmm. I feel like there is one song that kind of you just think about when you hear Love Actually. Yeah. Maybe no. <laughs> I don't know which one you're going to say because I think of quite a few songs. So, well, as I've listed, the character my... in Love yeah. Actually has a song called, um, so it's Billy Mac is the character's name and it's called Christmas is All Around. So yeah. it's basically like a redo of another song. Love is All Around. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it. Oh, you didn't it. want to say it. No, it's all right. I say it. But it's just obviously changed and it's just ridiculous and a little bit saucy. This is really saucy Very in the videos, saucy. but the music video that they do in it is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Actually, the song that. So I've done a bit about Love Actually as well. I really love Love Actually. Yes. And the song that reminds me most of that film is Jump by Girls Aloud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because of the Hugh Grant bit, but also. All I want for Christmas is you. Because I the just think that's song. the cutest story. Where they do the little performance. Oh, and she turns around and points at him and he gets all excited and then she points at everyone else. And you, and you, and you, and <laughs> you. Oh my God, yes. sad because I'm happy. Um, but it's such a good song. A good song, good film. Mm-hmm. A real feel good. Yeah. If you haven't seen Love Actually, which I'd be surprised at it kind of follows different storylines but then they all all it's the characters kind of all it's kind of like pulp fiction <laughs> pulp fiction but in rom-com yes they they're different characters but they all end up kind of linked in some way yeah. or another anyway but it's really good it, it's sad in points yeah makes you a bit sad. angry at times oh, i will never ever 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 get over alan rickman, alan rickman. Oh. buying that necklace for that 
tart. Tart. <laughs> oh, makes me really cross every me time. Too. I get really, really upset by me it. Me too. And also, I get upset by the man who was in a programme that I used to watch when I was younger. Me and mum used to watch it. I probably was much too young to be watching it, but it's called Teachers. Yeah. And I always get really upset about him, his storyline. I just think that's really out of order to go and tell your best oh, friend's yeah. that's new like, wife that you love her and you always will. But how creepy is it it's on the really wedding day that you're, that you're filming right her. in her face? Yeah, it's gross. It's all a bit Zoom. weird. And also, oh, I don't particularly like Kira Knightley, so... <laughs> anyway. So my next one, well, I I'm, imagine that you would have this film. So Elf, yeah. you can't go through Christmas and no. not watch... Think about, talk about Elf. Elf is our Christmas Eve film. We save it for Christmas Eve every year. Do you know what our Christmas Eve one is? Well, oh, well, I'll talk about it talk later. About it later. This is our Christmas Eve one. <laughs> so the song I've picked is Zoe Deschanel, who stars in it. Leon Redbone, Baby It's Cold Outside. Because Zoe Deschanel's voice is just, I don't know, it's so like... But she does sing. She's yeah, that's what I mean. group, isn't she? It's beautiful. Um, and I just thought, because she was in it, this would be cool. Um, so I also did that. And as I've said, we do watch it on Christmas Eve. We literally don't watch it any other time. Yeah. We save it. And I chose... Well, I chose Baby It's Cold Outside, but I also chose Sleigh Ride with by Ella Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. The Nutcracker Suite, because I just think it's amazing. And You Make Me Feel So Young, because yeah. I love that bit. Oh, I love Elf. I love Elf. It's amazing. And again, I am disappointed if you have not seen Elf. Go watch it. <laughs> so the next one I'm going to talk about is Polar Express. Yeah. It's my favourite animated Christmas film the songs really make it and it's just so cool and it just makes me really happy when I watch it mm-hmm. apart from the one bit when they're singing on the end, on the back of the train because Billy just breaks oh, my heart <laughs> I've chosen that song as well. well that is the song that I've chosen but I've also chosen and also think there's two reasons I've chosen mm. that song so the song is When Christmas Comes to Town yeah and the one reason is because Billy's story breaks my heart I know bless him but does he not look like Dewey from uh, Malcolm really? in the Middle. Does. It's so cute. It's like um, a movie from Malcolm in the Middle. Also because Evie sang it <gasps> in one of her Christmas concerts when she was younger, and Aww. literally I just burst into tears yeah. like a proper mum. <laughs> I probably like, oh my god, singing my song. I'm so proud of you. So proud. But I've also chosen Rocking on Top of the World, Stephen Tyler. Brilliant. That we were sat there like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> the little alpha version of him, yeah. I love. Um, and Hot Chocolate, because that is is just a really yeah. good bit of the film. Yeah. I mean, I we didn't know that it was a musical. <laughs> well, it's, not, it, it's animated, but we didn't know that they were singing. So as soon as they started singing that, we were like, whoa, Hot okay. <laughs> That one annoying kid, though. The know-it-all kid. I love that, the kids. Though. I don't. I He's annoying. Um, but yeah, no, it's really cute. A really cute movie. It is a cute movie. So next one I've picked is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. Which is sometimes a bit of a rogue choice, because some people don't like it. They don't think it's a Christmas movie. But I say, yes. if you think Die Hard's a movie, Christmas movie, I would say Nightmare Before Christmas is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. That's no, called Nightmare Before Christmas. Exactly. It's got Christmas in the title. Exactly. Um, it wins. 
It wins that argument. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know if it's my favourite animated Christmas movie. No, because that's Pony Express now. No? Uh, Anyway, so the song that I chose is Danny Elfman, What's This? So this is where he first, um, Jack the Skeleton, basically first discovers the Christmas world. Yeah, it's just kind of the most Christmassy kind of song in there. Because, again, it's Halloween, but Christmas, so some of it's a bit creepy. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. I haven't watched it since the first time I watched it. Yeah, I've not seen it in years, to be honest. But I think it's on the, the cards get it Sometimes. nice I see what you're saying mm-hmm. on the cards hold well on so the next one I'm going to talk about is the Muppet Christmas Carol oh nice yeah it's just an absolute classic it's one from my childhood that just blows my mind I will never get over the fact that Michael Caine acts alongside the Muppets mm-hmm. it's just inspired but also it blows my mind every time that he just it looks like the most natural thing in the world yeah he's talking to actual <laughs> and it just makes it look like it's supposed to be like that mm-hmm. and it's that's that's pretty good acting i'm gonna say no i mean it is michael Caine. come it's on michael Caine. it's michael Caine. yeah so i chose scrooge by the muppet cars nice marley and marley and thankful heart yes marley and marley i read the christmas carol last year like the actual dickens bloody film. hell because i like i read a christmas book every year yeah so last year it was Christmas Carol, the year before it was the Hogfather. This year it's the Christmas Pig. <laughs> the Hogfather? Have you ever read the Hogfather? No. I love me a bit of Terry Pratchett. I watch it every year on my own because no one else wants to watch it. No and comment. I also watch Going Postal because I love that too. No comment. Yeah, I'm a nerd, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so my next one is Mine and Ashes, Christmas Eve movie. Gosh. And it is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, you've stolen my thunder. <laughs> Why? That's the next one I was going to do. Yeah. Well, so this movie, I had never seen, never heard of it until I met Ash. So it's kind of National Lampoon is like maybe the first Christmas movie we watched together. Uh, again, I'd never heard of it, didn't know about it, but we watch it every year now on Christmas Eve. It literally, the most ridiculous movie. <laughs> so we picked like the main like the uh credit title song yeah which is mavis staples christmas vacation yeah uh and i just love that film again if you've not seen it go watch it because it's it is a laugh amazing so ian's side of the family are obsessed with that film Mm -hmm. and you know the bit where he (laughs) where chris ward does that really long cuss (laughs) the whole thing yeah ian can do that off by heart it's brilliant to get him to do and (laughs) sometimes if there's water on the floor I say why's the floor wet (laughs) and he goes I don't know Margo (laughs) Um, I just love that film it's hilarious it's wrong but it's just so right and the the shit is full Ian's got a Christmas jumper which is Christmas vacation related nice Um, but Ian's side of the family are really like super Obsessed with that film. Mm-hmm. To the point that our family chat is called the Griswold Family Chat. Nice. And, yeah, we just we just love that film so much. It's literally so ridiculous, but, like, if you want to sit there for, I don't know, an hour and a half, hour and a forty, however long it is, and just kind of just be transformed into, like, a world of just the most ridiculous shit, then, <laughs> yeah, watch it. So that I chose, as well as the title song, I chose... Okay, I'm going to try and say this. Okay. 
Go on. I chose Meli Kalikimaka, which is Bing Cosby and the Andrews Sisters. And I'm really sorry if I've got that wrong. Uh, and Joy to the World, Nat King Cole, because I just love that bit. It's just amazing. <laughs> Joy to the World. It's the most ridiculous movie ever, but I love it. It's brilliant. Oh my god. <sighs> So the next film I want to talk about is a modern classic. It's The Christmas Chronicles. And this came out in the I last few it. years. Oh my God, it's brilliant. The I first one, it. the first one is brilliant. The second one is still good, but it's not mm. as good as the first one. It's not as good, okay. It's got some great songs in it. There's a whole bit where Kurt Russell sings a rock, um, like a rock and roll song in a jail cell. And that's <laughs> just amazing. It's just a real... It's a true, it's what I want from a Christmas story, which mm-hmm. is like restoring belief, getting all the presents there on time. Yeah. They're like two of the main things that I need for a Christmas yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really loved it. And I do think it is, like, I don't think it's rated as highly as it should be. Like, it's I so I don't really good. hear people talking about it. It's so good. We watch it every year yeah. since it's come out. So the songs that I'd like to choose are Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles, Here Comes Santa Claus, the Elvis Presley version, mm-hmm. and The Spirit of Christmas, which is Kurt Russell and Darlene Love. Oh, a bit of Kurt Russell. Yeah. Okay. My next one. Well, I've kind of got two. Right, so... The Grinch, but it's 2018 animated version. And I purely did this for a selfish reason, because... Oh, I wonder. Tyler, the creator. What could it be? <laughs> Tyler, the creator. He kind of did a few tracks for the animated version. So you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. By Tyler, the creator. <laughs> um, I would say the animated one was all right, I but it's not as good. I prefer the Jim Carrey one. The Jim Carrey one was immense. How the Grinch stole Christmas, which I'll quickly do as well. So I've just done Faith Hill. Um, Where are you, Christmas? Nice. Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> oh, so I love that movie. We often don't get to that one. Do you not? Know no. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to make sure I watch it this year, though. So my last one is the absolute classic, normally one of the first films that we watch every single year, um, and that is Home Alone. I was going to I was like, you better be doing it's it. Be yeah. There are some songs you hear, or at least for me in films, when, when you hear them elsewhere, you're immediately reminded of that film. Yeah. And particularly for this film, I've got so many memories of just this particular song which is uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree yeah that's the one I've got that's my most favourite it's my favourite Christmas song and it's my favourite Christmas song from film nice so this year um, it was on Apple News the other day but this year the people who own the actual house that Home Alone was filmed in are renting it out with booby traps for four people over Christmas. But did you see how cheap it was, though? Yeah, it's like $25 or something. No, it was like £19. Yeah, $25. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're not American. Yeah, I I took pounds here. $25, they're in America. Um, So, like, £19? (laughs) (laughs) There is... Yeah, it's one of those films that we like, absolutely love. And I love the second one also. I love the New York one. Yeah. Yeah, so Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, White Christmas by The Drifters, and Carol of the Bells, because I just don't think you can listen to that song without... Listen... To think the, about that film yeah, without, without. without 
thinking of that. <laughs> or even the theme tune of Home Alone. Also, I yes. feel like I haven't written that one down, but I just it just I just thought of it. Yeah, I've got rocking around the Christmas tree because obviously, again, you just as soon as you hear it, I'm like, oh my god, Home Alone. You can just see him like pulling all those strings, and that Michael Jordan thing at the end of the train. I love it. But it also just reminds me of that. I think I told you. No, I did said it on the podcast that one time where it was like whenever we get a delivery and Ash is like looking out the window so he knows when he's coming but or the driver's coming but then he'll do like the home alone do 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 down the steps it's <laughs> like he isn't waiting by the door and that just reminds me of that as well um but I did do home alone too and just Bobby Helms uh Jingle Bell Rock nice I nice. think it features in the first one too but yeah. I just wanted to get another I do love Home Alone too. Also, Any, anything the first after one's that, my fave, the first one is my fave. But anything after that is wrong. Ian watched. I fell asleep to it. <gasps> Not Ian the watched new the one. new one, but mainly because it's got the ginger Ashley B in it. She's the Irish lady. She's not Irish in it. She's got brown hair. But the kid in it, though, he is in uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is a movie. I love that film. That I, I knew I recognised him from somewhere. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, like the little friend in it yeah. that kind of just pops up every so I often. Love he's so Jojo cute. Rabbit. That's underrated. That is extremely underrated. So that's Christmas movies. And so even if you don't listen to the songs all the time, at least you've got a start for ten for films that you should watch. Yeah, exactly. But definitely um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, because that is like no other movie I've ever seen in my life. I'm just going to assume that everyone watches Home Alone. Of, well, yeah. thing what is, I feel like I was it. a bit depraved in my childhood. You were. Deprived, you mean, not de- depraved. <laughs> I will blame the booze for that. Deprived. No. Deprived as a child. <laughs> because I don't... I never really understood the hype for Home Alone because I didn't really ever watch as a kid. But no, now I get it. doesn't like it. So she deprived me of that. Yeah. I know. It's horrible. Yeah. But I, I get it now. I got to watch it with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So, yeah. I should have sneaked it to you. Yeah, you should have. I'm sorry, I failed as a big sister. Yeah. But, yeah, National Lampoon, Home Alone, Elf. I feel like people will watch Home Alone and Elf. I feel like National Lampoon is one of those things, if you know, you know. Yeah. Like the Todd Margot thing. Like, there were pyjamas. Oh, my God. I feel like I need to get me really national. them, but they're, like, 40 pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Not on my current pay wage. No. No, no, no. Maybe. I just... To kit out, you can kit out the whole family with this website that I've seen, and I mm. worked out for our family, which is obviously quite large. It would cost me two hundred and something odd pounds, and <laughs> I was just like, "It's not worth it." Not for just December, also though. Oh, that's exactly it. Yeah. But then I was speaking to someone the other day, and she wears her Christmas gym times all year round. But I just think that makes them not special. Like my Christmas pudding onesie, if I wore that all year round, it wouldn't be special. I wore it for the first time this morning when I got up to do some work. There you go. 5am, doing my serious work, dressed as a Christmas pudding. (laughs) An Xmas pud. And I've been wearing my Christmas hat all day today. Nice. It's not mine actually, this is Ian's. Did you see my reef? That's Mm -hmm. another thing that I did this week. Yeah. How professional does my reef look? I forgot about that. I went to a reef making workshop. Was it fun? It was really fun. Yeah. I went with my my two friends, Shannon and Nick. Mm Mm-hmm. And we had a lovely time. Good. And 
I made it very professional. I feel it looks very I professional. I like it. I saw as I was walking up, I was like, yeah. I thought to myself, that's a nice looking roof. It's a nice looking roof. <laughs> <That's a> nice <laughs> looking roof. Um, I'm just going to, just to toot my own horn, because I don't yeah. do it very often. No, you don't. But it's got a lovely bow on the front. I think you'll agree. Mm. Some people at the reef making workshop saw the bow and asked the florist who was leading the workshop to show them how to do the bow, but she didn't know because I did it myself and she had to come and ask me how I did my bow and I felt you very stole her thunder. I stole her thunder. So there you go. Christmas movie is done. That's it, end of the year. But also 2021. 2021's done. I mean, I'm not sad about 2021's. I know, I'm talking about the podcast. This I mean, the year podcast. Done. But I always get excited because January it's is wrapped. wrapped. And we've already seen our wrapped. And we have we don't talk to each other about what our wrapped has said. No, because I like it to be a surprise, a surprise. Even though mine is always very predictable. But I'm very happy with mine. Are you very happy? Is that because it hasn't outed you as a pop-loving whore? <laughs> <laughs> No, to be fair, my top genre is something that I just put on when I'm at work, when I'm working. So it's okay. kind of not true, but I'm happy with it. Okay. I'm happy overall. I'm yeah, overall very happy. Overall, with it. you're pleased. I'm very pleased with mine also. Top artist, great. My top artist top songs, is great. Great. My top songs are awesome. <sighs> I'm very pleased with them. I just can't wait to share it with you. No, me neither. In a whole month. It's time. Month's time. Yeah. But anyway. But anyway, so have a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, enjoy. Enjoy the festivities. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the other side. In the new year. 2022. It's quite a mouthful, that, isn't it? 2022. 2022. 2022. Yeah, as it goes on, it's going to be worse, though. Anyway, Merry Christmas (laughs) and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we'll speak to you in the new year. Oh, my God. We love you. We appreciate you. World peace. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.